itself, it is the truth. God gives us freedom and truth. We are all broken and we live in a broken, fallen world. Because we are all broken, until we mend and glue together the broken pieces of the puzzle to our family's iniquities, we will continue to intentionally and unintentionally hurt others. We unintentionally hurt others when we live with unhealed brokenness from the wounds of our past, sin, pain, and pride. Our unhealed wounds bleed out into our immediate and extended families, co-workers, and sisters and brothers in Christ. A lot of times, broken, we become so self-absorbed in our own pain and wounds that we don't even notice that other people are going through things themselves. We make vows that we would never be like our family member or other person who inflicted pain upon us. However, if we are not going through some form of healing, whether it be with a therapist, coach, or seeking self-help through books, we end up being just like them. Our kids start learning dysfunctional patterns of behavior and coping mechanisms for pain. We hurt them with our pain, and then they learn how to live their adult lives by what they see us doing. We continue to pass down this vicious cycle. Upon moving to my last residence, my kids and I had suffered so much trauma. And it wasn't just that we had suffered trauma. We were trauma bonded through some of the events that had taken place. Because we were all dealing with an extreme amount of pain, initially we could only see ourselves as the ones who were the victims. Each one of us blamed the other person and put on the persona of being innocent. 
in actual actuality, each one of us had hurt each other unintentionally. We were blind to the truth. And before moving from my last residence to here, I began taking serious steps of dealing with the trauma that I had endured in my life. Not only did I begin to deal with it, but I learned how to be vulnerable and I had to learn the difference between vulnerability and surface vulnerability. When surface vulnerability occurs, what happens is that you stay on the surface. You only tell people what you think they want to hear so that you don't look like the broken one, so to speak. And when we intentionally hurt others, we make sure that the other people are going to pay for what they did to us. If we were invalidated, then we make sure that everybody else is constantly invalidated. If we are abused, then we're going to abuse the next person. If we were judged and criticized, then we make it our mission to judge and criticize others. If our beef is with something that another male or female did, then every male and female will have to pay. We turn into bashers. And for example, I was watching a television show, and on the show, one lady was trying to run a smear campaign on her former brother-in-law because he had operated on her sister who had cancer and had died. It had been discovered that negligence hadn't taken place. However, she kept making her point that he would pay for what he had done. Another female character told her that making her former brother-in-law pay for her sister's death wasn't going to bring her sister back. She had wounds that she needed to heal. She had pain that she needed to deal with. Blame blinds us to facing the truth that we are hurting. Blame works as a comfort pacifier and prevents us from seeing what the real problem is. Making others pay definitely doesn't change the truth. It doesn't right what was wrong. It doesn't stop our hearts and our souls from bleeding out. It only makes the matters worse. David and his men had been out on a mission they returned to Ziklag only to find it burned, raided, and the women and children had been taken captive. They were all in such pain that they almost killed David. Killing David would have only provided temporary relief. At the end of the day, whatever we use to numb our pain will only be temporary. Our problems will still be there. We have only added to the depth of them when it's all said and done. So let's listen to the story in 1 Samuel and the 30th chapter. David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag and burned it and had taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept 
until they had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, Bring me the ephod. Abiathar brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them, he answered. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. So the question is, how do we get better? When we are in pain, we take our hurt and our hearts to Jesus. That is the very first thing that we need to focus on doing. The next thing is that we want to take responsibility for what is going on with us as a result of our pain. Sign up for therapy, a support group, and a safe place where we can be held accountable. The next thing is that we want to refuse to give in to the enemy's plan to isolate ourselves. Number four, we listen to good preaching. Number five, we want to read self-help books. Number six, we are intentional about not making ourselves targets for the spirits of self-pity and blame. Number seven, we pray and ask others for forgiveness and patience as we wrestle through the pain and wounds of our past. I want to thank you for listening to episode 24, Hurting People. And I just want to request that if you have been blessed by healing our brokenness and you feel that it has really enriched your life, if you could pass the word on, share the podcast episode, tell a friend, uh, shared an email, Facebook, whatever, social media um, medium that you use. And I just want to thank you so much for your listenership. Have a blessed day in the Lord. Until next time. You turn those valleys into places to learn instead of burn and perish away in nights never so cold without his grace how could i say that i've seen the world from his great love how could i know what he could love Cross
have refined Oh. 